Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. Welcome to Change Around the World. Woo! Excited to celebrate culture today. We have an incredible church full of all backgrounds, all nationalities, different cultures represented. And today is a day we are celebrating the many different cultures in our church because how many know that in Jesus Christ, we are unified and perfectly united? Amen? When we get to heaven, there will not be a Caucasian section and an African-American section and those that are from Brazil over there and those that are from Mexico, they'll be over there, Spanish-speaking. No, heaven will look like everybody united in one, perfect unity. And so I'm so thankful to be a part of a church that looks like heaven. Anybody else grateful? It's so good to come and be a part of a church family where we see each other as brother and sister in Christ. And today we celebrate. We celebrate. Celebrate the culture. Celebrate where you come from, where you are presently, and where you're headed. And today is all about that. I want to read a scripture today to set the foundation. I'm so excited. Today we, we are getting an update from our missionaries in Brazil, Michael and Deborah Borchart. And so excited to hear from them. I got, a, I got to have a call with them and just hear all that God is doing. I'm so excited for you to hear. Just be encouraged today of what God is doing. But I want to look at Philippians, Philippians 2, verse 1. And we're going to read all the way down to verse 4. So if you're writing in your journal, go ahead. Philippians 2, 1 through 4. It says, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one. Everybody say one. Being one, one in spirit and purpose. That's what true unity looks like, to be one in spirit and purpose. Being one and united, when we say to be united in Christ, is not to conform and look like one another. Amen? It's not to drop all things that you grew up with, all background that you have under your belt, all experience. It's not to take that away. It's to come under two things that are crucial if the body of Christ is to be united in one, it's number one, to be one in spirit. Everybody say spirit. Spirit. You have a flesh man and you have a spirit man. Now, here's the dangerous part about talking about unity, standing for unity, is when we start to stand a, b- before a place of being unified in one flesh. One flesh. And that's what we hear a lot of in our culture, in our world. We have to be one. We have to be the same. But that 
is not true in Christ. He says, to be unified in Christ, to celebrate one another, to come under the oneness of Christ, what Jesus prayed over his church, is to be one in spirit. That means that when you come to Jesus and you ask him to be Lord of your life, when he takes over, Paul said it, he said, Christ is in you. Therefore, the spirit of God is in you. Therefore, my spirit that's in me is the same spirit that's in you. So if you're in Christ, we are one spirit. Hallelujah. So when you come to Jesus, he changes everything. You can take all your background, all the things you've been in, all your nationality and all the, all the amazing experience and culture, and you can bring it into my family, and we can become one because we have one, we are one in spirit. Amen? One in spirit. He says to be one in spirit and purpose. Everybody say purpose. We love that word around here. Purpose. It's the essence of life. It's the essence. When you get Jesus, you cannot live without purpose. He gives us purpose. And my friend, if you came in here today and you have no purpose, let me encourage you. Get Christ in you. Get close to him. Paul said that he's, it's revealed in his face. So we got to simplify the gospel. It's not all these rules and regulations. It's getting one with Christ. And it's amazing how when you do that, the spirit of God comes in and he gives you purpose. And you can get caught in this, this cycle of, of being saved from, you know, and your testimony stops there. I was saved from drugs. I was saved from alcohol, this lifestyle. I was saved from, instead of knowing what Jesus actually saved us to. So when we come in here, that's why we say we come alive to our purpose so that others can find their purpose. That's the whole premise. That's why Jesus came. He came to the earth and he said, this is my purpose so that you, disciples, can come alive to your purpose so that others can find their, you got it, you got it. So we become unified in Christ. That's what we're doing today. We come along around these tables and we don't have to ask it. We just come and celebrate who you are because we're one in spirit and one in purpose. And look, he goes on, and this is, the, this is the mission of what we're doing here today. He says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. You know what selfish ambition is? It's all about you. Whenever life becomes about you and your comfort, and it's so easy to stay there, isn't it? It's so easy to get caught in thinking about your comfort and thinking about what's easy and taking the easy road. But he says, don't do that. Paul encourages the church, and he encourages us today. He says, Don't, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. He says, don't think about yourself, but in humility. You know what humility is? It's getting low. It's getting low to elevate who you're with. When you come humbly before Jesus, you lower yourself to elevate him. And he calls us to do this same thing with each other. That we come around a table and we lower ourselves in humility to elevate those around us. So that's what we're going to do today. We're celebrating culture. 
We're celebrating our church family. We're celebrating where you've been and where you are and your family and the amazing food. Y'all, we're going to have some good food in this place. How many love food? Right? This church is all about Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and food, a lot of it. So we're going to have some amazing food and celebrate just the incredible countries that are represented in our church. It's been amazing in our home, having Leticia and learning about Brazil and learning the amazing things about that culture. And uh, we've fallen in love. And my heart today is that you hear the heart as you hear Michael and Deborah talk. And kids, you'll notice, and I have a, I have a challenge for you, okay? All my kids, give me a whoop, whoop. Oh, you got to do better than that. Come on, change kids. I heard you in the room before. Come on, give me a whoop, whoop. Oh, y'all weak sauce today. We got to wake you up, get some candy on the tables, right? Hey, we have some pages on there. I want you guys to pay attention to Michael and Deborah today because we have pages on your, on your tables that have people to pray for, missionaries. I want you to draw a picture of Michael and Deborah today, okay? And can you listen into their story because it's going to answer some of the questions on the sheet. And, and we're going to learn about Brazil, learn about what God is doing over there, and learn ways that we as a church can really come behind the mission to forcefully advance the kingdom of God there. Are you ready? All right. Let me pray, and then we'll dive right in to our update from our amazing missionaries. Will you bow your hearts with me right now? God, we love you so much, and I thank you for everybody in this room. I pray that you bless this time together. And God, open up our hearts open our spirits, that we may receive your passion and purpose. God, that we hear the mission of what's going on in Brazil and this new mission that Michael and Deborah are on to create this children's home for kids that are orphans, for kids that are on the streets that need a place to become whole and healthy. So God, get it in our spirits. Break us for what breaks you. In your mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Watch this. Hey, we're here with missionaries from brazil the board chart family one of some of our favorite people ever they have a heart after god a heart for brazil and we are so excited as a church to be a part of the mission we feel like we're not just supporting you guys we feel like we're with you guys so i'm so excited to have you guys thanks for joining us today thank, thank you. you pastor thank you elijah thank you yeah excited to have this conversation and just catch up uh, we as a church, we sponsor you guys. We've been uh, resourcing some of the things you guys are doing in Brazil. But, man, we want to hear uh, an update, a heart. So, um, yeah, we just want to hear, number one, how are you guys? What's going on in your life? What is God doing? What's God doing in Brazil in your ministry? You know, we, I, you know we're just, first of all, abundantly blessed, <clears throat> Pastor, to be connected with you and the Change Church. Yeah. The church family there in in your community, and you know ministry is done in partnership. And knowing that we're connected with you guys is from the heart awesome. yeah. a, a awesome. massive, massive blessing. And we have known you and Ashley for a long time. Yeah. So you are near and dear to our hearts, and so. But in Brazil, God is doing so many amazing, glorious things. Uh, maybe just to recap, in yeah. 2013, we were pastoring for about 14 years, and the Lord had confirmed to us in through a season of throwing the fleece out that we were to resign as pastors and go into full-time missions in Brazil. We had three daughters in high school. 
So we followed that call. We sold everything we had, mm-hmm. uh, put a few things in storage, took our three girls out of high school, moved to Brazil, not knowing what God was going to do at all, mm-hmm. just on his word and our faith to follow that. And that first year in Brazil, we did a huge crusade uh, with over a hundred churches in a soccer stadium. Uh, that was in, uh, that, that crusade took place in, uh, in October 2014. We went to Brazil in 2013 at the end. And throughout these years that, uh, we've seen so many encounters with God. I I believe if we tally up easily over, we've seen 50,000 people come to know Jesus Christ and make confessions of faith as Jesus as Lord and Savior. And, and that has been huge. Mm-hmm. We've seen in these years, miracles, healings, salvations. Um, we've done revival-oriented meetings with churches, mm-hmm. crusades, pastors, conferences. pastors' conferences, uh, youth meetings have been off the charts. The mm-hmm. presence of the Lord, where those youth gather, uh, yeah. just uh, three years ago, a couple years back, we were in a high school where Sozo Mountain is going to be in this mountain town, and they invited us. Two hundred and seventy-five high school kids were weeping in the auditorium, gave their lives to Christ. Yeah, it was a picture moment Mm -hmm. um, that is just recorded in heaven for all eternity. Just amazing. So God is moving in Brazil and and we've seen that, right? Mm -hmm. Incredible. Incredible. And so uh, in 2014, it was our anniversary, right? And we were in the middle of preparing for a crusade. And in the midst of that, we went to this mountain town, Campos do Jordão, where Sozo Mountain is going to be. And we followed, a, we call it the angel dog, but up this property on the very top of the mountain. And that story is on the website. And yeah. I'd love you to read that. It's really a miraculous how the Lord led us there. But the Lord spoke to us on top of that mountain, Pastor. Uh, my one of my daughters, Deborah, and myself, corporately, individually, and we convened, and the Lord clearly spoke to us, said, this mountaintop is reserved kids. for kids, to rescue kids. And that began our journey, mm-hmm. and, and the Lord spoke to me in, in prayer as we were preparing for a crusade, and he said this, he said, preaching is not enough. Do sozo rescue these kids. And that was in 2014. And we began the journey. And that is, you know, in these years, what God has been doing. And this is a very exciting year that we're in now, Mm -hmm. uh, because the Lord has given us legal. uh, After all these years, it's taken, what, four and a half years, four and a half years of paperwork and doing all our due diligence and filing again and filing once again. And then uh, last year, you know, after COVID started in Brazil, um, everything shut down. And our lawyer was like, you know, don't expect anything. They've already told me they're not pushing any paperwork through and you are not an emergency situation. So don't expect anything this year. And then in August, we get a call. It's like uh, our lawyer called and he's like, 
uh, I have something to tell you guys. And we're like, okay. Yeah. And he's like, you are approved. And we're going, well, what? <laughs> in the middle of COVID with the whole chaos that was going mm. on in Brazil with everything closed. Yeah. They pushed our paperwork through and we got legal approval. Just incredible. You know, yeah. God's timing, just Amen. complete God's timing. Amen. So that's where we're at today. Right now, the Lord, we are, we, we, we do preaching in Brazil and these things, but at the forefront, the yes. urgency right now is these it's children yep. and establishing Sozo Mountain. Yeah. I know that was a, probably a big step for you guys to again, venture into something new because here you already are in Brazil. Scary. It's scary. very scary. <laughs> It's very scary. Yeah, it's scary. So what was going on in your heads when you're standing on that mountain, you're the highest place in Brazil where there is um, a building. This is incredible. What a dream. What is going on in your hearts? What's going on in your minds in that moment? Oh, gosh. Uh, later, you know, later on, we found out that that was, it's the highest property at the highest elevation that has a residence in Brazil. So that was like mind blowing to us. But I remember standing there and then, you know, asking yeah. the Lord and going, uh, why this place? You know, it's so much money. It's so big. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And why this place? And I felt like, and I want to, it's hard to say it this way, but it's like, I almost felt like the Holy Spirit was uh, uh, admonishing me or, you know, uh disciplining me in that moment because it was like oh so yeah. you as a parent you want to do the very best for your kids you know and you and you work for them and you you know give them the best education that you can you live in the best house that you can afford to but for yeah. these kids it's just whatever and i was like lord forgive me forgive me and at that moment, uh, the Lord said, you know, he said, tell me how you feel looking at this. Tell me how you yeah. feel standing in this place. And I'm like, God, I can't help but to be in awe. I, you know, there's a, you, I can't put into yeah. words what it feels to stand there. And we have taken many people up that way and people just break out crying. They start crying right away. And it's, it's, it's an unusual feeling, yes, isn't it? Yes. And so the Lord told me, he says, well, yeah, that's why I picked this place. You know, I want the children to, that are going to be brought to, to this place to stand where you are and know that I exist and have Amen. creation Amen. and everything around them speaking yes. of my love and who I am. And at that moment, I was like, oh, I get it. You know, I think that sometimes we we like to dream things that are more achievable or more comfortable. And that was a huge stretch for us, uh, especially because of finance, you know, finances and, and it seems so grand. But I'm like, we serve a big God. Yes, we do. We serve the God of all. And uh, and. You know, he he always gives above and beyond what we pray, what we ask for, what we can imagine. And I just keep yeah. thinking, I keep I can see the kids being brought to that place. 
and feeling like I did in that moment, you know, even more so. And so that's, you know, and we've been asked this question many times, well, why'd you pick that town? Why'd you pick that place? And I'm like, well, we didn't pick anything. No, it was the Lord. We didn't pick anything. And they were like, well, why, why such an expensive place? Then I have this story to share. And I'm like, yeah, uh, God has lavished us with his love. Yes, he has. And we as earthly parents lavish our children with the best that we can. And why not the orphans? Why not? And, you know, I think that anything that we do for one another, for someone else, and for the kingdom, it should always be done with the standard of excellence. Yeah. Because that's what the the standard the Lord put over our lives when he did for us. Yeah. And, you know, it was the most amazing experience as we stood on that mountain, Pastor, and the presence of the Lord descended. I can only explain it. it. If I could imagine what Moses felt on holy ground with that burning bush, it was like there was a portal of heaven open on top of that property. And, you know, as we stood there with our three girls, now they're all back in the States and uh, they're married, the two are married and one is getting married in September. They all talk about, we are going to go, go to Brazil and, and, and serve at Sozo. We have seen what the Lord wants to do. And while we stood on that property, I'll never forget it. Uh, it, it, it it's many, many acres. Uh, it, the property was built by an Argentinian businessman as a bed and breakfast. It has, uh, I believe like 30 some bedrooms and 40 bathrooms. I mean, it's, completely set up. It's going to need uh, some renovations, but it's completely set up for this purpose. And it's been empty for 13 years and it's ready now. And as we stood there and the Lord was moving so powerfully on our hearts, it wasn't on our radar, Pastor. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. We were in the middle of preparing for a crusade. It wasn't (laughs) even part of our game plan as missionaries. Yeah. But the Lord called us out and said, preaching's not enough. Rescue these kids. And this lady comes from the other side of the property. And she says, who are you? And immediately, without any formal introductions, just I just said, I'm sorry we trespassed on your property. But the Lord spoke to us and said, this place is for kids. What is this place? And she starts weeping. She said, I'm the caretaker, me and my husband. And we have been watching over this property for over 20 years now. And at that time, the property had been empty for seven years. Now it's 13 years. But at that time, she said, it's been empty. And when I've always asked God, could I do something with kids here on this place with my life? And that was a real divine moment. And that really cemented our our focus to see this through and this vision to come to fruition. There is one one boy. I don't know if you know what a favela is or a shanty town, but it's it, it's it's a really poor neighborhood. Most of the homes are built out of whatever raw material they can find, scrap, dirt roads, just real uh, less than even basic. Mm-hmm. So um, and the gangs rule those places. Uh, and police don't even go up there. There was a brother in the Lord who was took a wrong turn into one of these neighborhoods 
And it's commonly known, you can even ask Letitia this, that sometimes people don't come out if they make a wrong turn because they think they're informants or like this. So there's a little boy at the bottom that stops the brother's car with a machine gun. He's a young child. And he says, uh, I'm going to kill you. Who are you? And he said, no, I just made a wrong turn. Uh, he goes, well, um, I can't let you go because if I don't kill you, then the, uh, the people up top on the hill who are watching will think I'm an informant for you. And so they said, you know, we have another option for you. He said, why don't you come with us and we'll find you a home. And so this little boy who didn't have a family other than the gangs in the, in the uh, favela area, he chose to go with this brother and they found him a home. Uh, so many kids living on the streets in Brazil, uh, actually 3.7 million orphan yeah. children in Brazil. Huge. Yeah. And you know, the results of that on the streets, uh, people taking advantage of those kids and, those circumstances and environments. And so there's a lot of work to do there. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're doing Sozo. Wow, God's heart is so big for that. I, I'm excited as a church, as we partner with you to see this mission come through. I'm just thinking of the child, as you said, where you know we're gonna sponsor a bed and that one child is gonna be in that space that we're gonna meet someday. I mean, this is God's heart. Yeah. that we see that child and in, in the fullness and wholeness and health of Christ in him or her. And so, and I, I'm just looking forward to the day when we get to take a trip, get to take the church over to Brazil, yeah. you know, meet those children. Yeah. Woo, let's go, man. It's, yes. it's life-changing, Pastor. Uh, so t share with us your heart for Sozo Mountain Children's Home. And what are you guys believing God to do in the kids, in, in their lives? And what have you seen already um, God transform? Love, I love hearing that the story is so good. Well, the Lord gave Michael the word Sozo. And that, I think, sums up really well what we want to see happening in these kids' lives. You know, it's like to rescue, to save, to restore, to heal. And yes. uh, I want to see these children living a full life. Amen. Amen. Living a life that God meant for us to live. You know, because when Jesus comes and he enters a heart, he does. It's, it's not just salvation. You know, the word sozo means a whole lot of other yeah. things. And uh, we're, you know, we're, he wants to see us thriving. And uh, what a Amen. testimony, you know, Amen. of God's power, of uh, yes. the power of, of, of the love of Jesus, than to see a child that it's taken out yes. of such situation and have sozo happen yeah. in their life. And then, you know, we want to raise the next generation of leadership in Brazil. Yeah. The next generation of doctors and politicians and teachers and parents you know, we want these kids to have healthy homes to raise their own families in a godly way. Yeah. So it's exciting, you know, to yeah. to be able to invest into the future of Brazil. That's really what we want to do. Uh, there's no better way to change a nation than to change the children of that nation. Yeah. You know, they're going to be the next generation of adults. Yeah. So, you know, in, in this, I understood the Lord's heart where he says, you know, if you want undefiled faith or religion, then 
seek out the orphan and the widow. This is the Father's heart. And it's the most interesting thing that when we meet the Lord, uh, Matthew records it face to face. For the first time, he's going to say, well done, thy faithful servant. And we're going to say, Lord, what did we do? And he's going to say, when you help the least of these, you've done it to me. And it Sozo really captures God's heart and that our true mission is to rescue. Just like the Lord rescued us when he says, I came to seek and save. That word in English is save, but in Greek it's sozo. So the Lord came to seek and sozo us, Mm -hmm. to save us, redeem us, heal us. Mm -hmm. And we want to see that in these kids' lives. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we don't want to just rescue them, but we want to empower them for a future. Yeah. And and part of that is through families and yeah. working to promote adopt to facilitate adoption mm-hmm. and not just to hold on to these kids, but to really uh, uh, take them into a place of getting them into a family and a structure where they can thrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's multifaceted. Yeah. yeah. I love that. This is why we love your mission so much because our church Really, our, our motto is coming alive to our purpose so that others can find theirs. And I love your guys' ministry because it's all about empowering. Yeah. I mean, that's what Jesus did. Everywhere he went, he let people process. He stopped for the one. And he was always empowering people to become their best self, to become whole and healthy. I love that about your heart and your mission. And that's why we as a church, we, are, we back this up wholeheartedly saying, we want to see those kids be whole. You want to see the kids with broken backgrounds now walk full into their future. Um, That's so huge and so big. Um, What are some of the ways that we as a church can really back you guys up and and pray for you guys as a family, your ministry, um, you know, what's happening with Sozo Mountain Children's Home? Um, Give us some things that, man, we can write down and change shirts. Go ahead and get your journals ready to write these things down so that we can pray. Well, that's a, that's a big list, Pastor, (laughs) but maybe we can condense it down, you know, for this, for this call. Yeah. Yeah, This Zoom call, but, uh, you know, (laughs) give us the bullet point. Number one, you know, the Lord called us not just to reach Jerusalem in our local county, but to go into all the world, to reach nations. Mm -hmm. So pray for Brazil. Yeah. Because when we answered God's call to Brazil, one of the things we asked the Lord for was, Lord, we want to reach the nation. Mm -hmm. We want to have a national impact on what we're doing. And this in Sozo Mountain is the highest elevated point in Brazil with the residential structure on it. This property we're believing God and we need to buy for these kids. And uh, it is the point on the hill. It is prophetically the highest mountaintop. And there's that scripture in Isaiah 2, the Lord says, on the highest of all mountains, the highest of all hills, there the Lord shall dwell. And there they will come and they will hear that the Lord is there and they'll say, come, let us go together to that mountain and let us learn of him. And this is that testimony we want Sozo to be, to be a, a light to all of Brazil and really to reach this next generation. And so pray for Brazil, but specifically as we all are aware of this COVID environment Mm -hmm. that we are in, um, it is brutal in Brazil right now. Yeah. 
and we have learned of cases and are continuing to learn of, you know, with the 3.7 million uh, orphans, uh, it's being added to with COVID. Yeah. Uh, children are becoming orphans, losing both parents. Yeah. And this is a huge prayer request. Yeah, I that, think there's a whole new wave of orphanhood yeah. happening in Brazil yeah. right now. Yeah. So. And this is, you know, our time, the fire is hot now. Uh, the approval process is done. The legal paperwork is done. That property is still for sale. Mm -hmm. It has been sitting there waiting. We have some friends in that community that we have met, some local business leaders. And a few weeks ago, they said, Mike, you know, it's the craziest thing, uh, you guys. He said, every time that property has gone to closing, it has fallen through. He said, we know in our community here that that, that place on top of that mount is reserved for kids. And we're believing that. So we're now is the time to strike. And that is a huge prayer request that we can yeah. accomplish this task and uh, no delays. Yeah. Uh, a famous missionary in India told us last week, he said, the Lord showed him uh, that the greatest struggle or challenge for the church right now is the word delay. Mm. And we spend so much time delaying when the Lord told us to go and do now. So this is our heart that there's no delay yeah. and that we get to this project and activate it. And in Jesus' name, wouldn't it be amazing if we could get this property acquired now, very soon, and by Christmas, already be going. It's possible. <laughs> I believe it. You know, I'm a man of faith. I believe in the man. It's possible. Bro, I'm yeah. right there with you. Let's go. What yeah. a great Christmas present to Brazil. <laughs> and, and so, and, and you know, there's ways we can achieve that. Yeah. Um, when we came across that property in U.S. dollars, it was four and a half million U.S. dollars. Now, with the exchange rate, mm -hmm. it is 1.2 million. An amazing gift from the Lord. Yeah. And God's timing is always perfect. Yeah. So what that breaks down to is at capacity, a hundred kids in that place, a hundred beds, that would be $12,000 per child. And our heart and our thought process is that, mm -hmm. you know, maybe one person could take care of this. That could be true. Mm -hmm. But I know if we were to break it down in manageable chunks, a hundred people, yeah. supporting taking care of a bed for one child would be the 1.2 million yeah. to get this property bought just a hundred people or a business or a church or an organization mm -hmm. or a fund or something like this uh, it can be done yeah. so pray for that that god would just arise up people and move on their hearts say you know what we can do that and of course any anything helps but I believe it's very achievable and it can be done now. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Michael, I would love to ask um, for you guys to pray just for our congregation. We we have a heart for Brazil. Obviously, we want to be involved, but I know there are some in our church family that maybe themselves have seeds to sow, or maybe they know somebody in their networks that has seed to sow. And so would you just pray 
and just release that favor over our congregation as we become generous, as we be, get those eyes for Christ and that there's, our hearts would be broken. We're hearing your guys' story. We see the sacrifice. We see the steps you've taken of faith and that faith gap. We just release that faith over our congregation that we would be bold in how we give and how we reach out to our networks and how we forcefully advance the kingdom of God in Brazil. Let's do that. And Pastor, I like the word you used when we were talking the other day. You said, we want to be a billboard for Christ. We want to be a billboard to promote what God is doing in missions, what God is doing in Sozo and in, 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 in Brazil. And so, you know, that right there is, is huge. And, and I want to be selfish for these children and advocate for them and say, you know, thank God for the change and your ministry and the yeah. people in in your community and church family that will be a billboard because it's all about just talking to people and sharing hey let's get involved yeah so thank you for that and let's pray huh yeah. lord we celebrate life it's a, it's a gift from heaven above it's not our own lord you breathed upon us lord you've established our days here on earth lord and you've given each one supernatural divine capacity and purpose, Lord. Lord, I know your heart is for children. Each one has a destiny, Lord, and their lives should not be robbed, but they should be empowered and prosper to, to fulfill kingdom mandate and kingdom purpose in their lives on this earth, Lord, to reach those around them in whatever field you send them to, whatever corner of the earth they go to, Lord. They are risen up, empowered, in Jesus' name and in the Holy Spirit, Lord. And thank you, Lord, for allowing us to connect together because things happen in partnerships, Lord. And as we partner with you and you partner with us, we partner with one another here on earth, Lord, to, to, to work for the kingdom purpose and the things of God. So, Lord, I thank you that faith is God-given. And I pray for the people at the Change Church, Amen. whoever is listening and watching and hearing now, that there's just a move, a breath, a wind of the Holy Spirit that is empowering their heart to greater faith, to stepping out of that boat, Lord, and to rising up to fulfill their God-given purpose, Lord. Father, we challenge our own hearts to follow wholeheartedly after you and to follow the heart of God. And for these kids, Lord, knit us together for a greater purpose, Lord, than what we're seeing in our own communities, in our own lives and families, but really being part of the missions process of sowing and serving. Lord, rise up people from the change to come to Brazil, Lord, and to yes. serve missions teams and, and workers and helpers, Lord people to pray, people to give, people to uh, intercede, Lord. So much to do, Lord. Bless this church, bless the mission, bless the hearts and lives of these children, and connect us together, Lord, Amen. for the greater kingdom purposes. In Jesus' name, Lord, light a fire. Now is the time to act, Lord. Light a fire in our hearts and in our spirits, Lord to be purposeful, intentional, and to act, Lord, on what you are speaking into each of our hearts individually and corporately as a church. In Jesus' mighty, powerful name, amen. 
Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you for releasing that over our church. And I just know that as we become conduits, that's when God blesses. That's where he pours out. And so I'm excited. This is a selfish thing, man, but I'm excited about giving. I'm excited about getting involved because I know God blesses that and he makes us more impactful with the Christ that's in us. So, man, thank you guys so much for being a part. Oh, you're so welcome. We're honored. Yes, we are. Indeed. We look forward to hopefully having you in person. We'll have to plan a time when you guys can come in, meet the family, and really find out how incredible this family is. We can't wait. We are ready to spend time with you in the church. Let's do that. (laughs) We love you guys so much. Thanks for jumping on. We love you too. Love you guys too. Thanks for having us. today, I feel like God wants to create sozo in this room. Two ways for us to have sozo in our lives. And I don't know if you have come in here maybe feeling a little broken or feeling a little displaced. You know, I know there, there are many in our church that have come from another country and now you're here. And maybe there's that place in you that God wants to totally fill, but you feel empty. You feel a void. And today, I want to give a call for all of you who need sozo in your own life. The word sozo means to be whole and healthy, complete, rescued into a complete space of knowing who you are in Christ. And Christ wants to do that in you today. And there may be some in this room on the other side of that where you are carrying the sozo, but you're ready to step in, like he talked about, the fire coming alive in you, that now is the time to act. Now is the time to move. And I believe that today, God wants to ignite that in your heart, that maybe you are a conduit, but, but maybe there's some blockage, and God wants to release through you to become a blessing to others, to become a blessing in your life, in your words, and, and just become an out of a place of selfishness, but into a place of selfless generosity. Generosity in your time, talent, and treasure. So as we just worship together, as these guys play, I, I just, I want give that invitation to you today, that wherever you are on the side of the spectrum, if you need sozo in your life, we're just going to take a couple minutes and step into his presence. His presence is here, and he wants to fill you with his, his spirit today. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is complete freedom. And so if you need that today, would you just stand where you are? And, and just release who, who you are to Christ. We're in this series, Thrones and Crowns, and it's making him Lord of the moment, Lord of your life, Lord of your mind. And in that space, maybe you need a, a healing from past. Maybe you need a healing from the things that have gone on. But I know that today, God wants to create that complete healing. Amen? The complete healing. If that's you, as we just worship, as we sing together, we just stand to your feet and just receive that from him. Or maybe you're on the other side and you say, Lord, I want to be ignited today. I want to be lit on fire that I become the sozo for others. That I step out, just like Michael and Deborah, stepping into a place of the faith gap where I'm not sure what's on the other side, but I just know you've called me. And maybe some in this room, you have a calling on your life. And today's the day you want to say, yes. Yes, Lord. I hear you calling. I hear you drawing us. And so I want to step in. If that's you, would you stand to your feet?
just as a symbolic way to say, Christ, I say yes. I say yes. I don't have all the details. I don't know all the things, right? But I'm stepping out of this boat. It's time to walk on water. If that's you in any of those categories, would you stand to your feet today and just receive who Christ is? Hallelujah, Lord. We love you so much, Jesus. We thank you for who you are. God, I thank you for moving in this room. I pray that you'd ignite hearts. I thank you for everybody who's, who's wanting to be the sozo, God, to be the healing, to be the fire, to be the conduit of blessing. I pray right now you would release your spirit into every person in this room, every person, that we would become the change makers, that we wouldn't stay on the sidelines, but we would step into who you are. We'd step in to know who we are in Christ. Hallelujah, release that in this room. I pray for every person in this room on the other side that needs a healing in their life, that needs a healing either mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. God, I thank you that you are the sozo. <laughs> you are the completion. You are the complete healer. The one who brings us to our place of wholeness. And God, right now, we just release that healing. If that's you, just receive it right now. God, I thank you that your spirit is moving throughout this place. And your spirit brings freedom. Your spirit brings peace. Hallelujah, God. We receive that. I receive that for my family. I receive that for my heart, for the places in my mind that maybe have been damaged from past experience. I thank you, God, for the fullness of your healing right now for your sozo that's setting in this room. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you. Come on, can you just worship him and just receive who he is right now? We thank you, Lord, for the healing taking place in our hearts. God, we praise you for the healing taking place in our minds, for us to see clearly the dream in front of us, for us to see clearly the purpose you've called us to, to be in one spirit, to be in one purpose. Hallelujah. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.